everyone, my name is Clay, and welcome to another episode of Terminally Nerdy's Indie Impressions, the show where I take a look at independent, non-AAA, and niche titles, giving you my first impressions after at least two hours of gameplay. And today, we're going to be looking at a game where the developer found me on uh, Twitter, I'm not entirely certain how, uh, tagged me and asked me if I would be willing to look at his game. I said, you know, I was interested, so he sent me a key. And it's a game called Nighting Plus. And the best way I can explain this is it's basically a 16-bit Zelda clone. So in Nighting Plus, there is a story. It is absolutely ridiculous. You are Sir, Sir Loots a lot and you decide to go loot. That, that's pretty much it. You go into four different areas. At least according to the world map, each area is a multi-floor dungeon. You kind of explore it, kill monsters, collect coins get power-ups, fight bosses. That's pretty much the entire game. Uh, it uses a very cute uh, 16-bit art style that is actually really well done and really well animated. Uh, the enemy sprites are fairly varied from what I saw. I only got into the second dungeon, uh, and I fought the boss a couple times and got my ass handed to me. And then I started a new game because I wanted to see if the levels were procedurally generated or not. I don't believe they are. Uh, so I've seen the first two, like, tile sets and the first two groups of enemies, uh, and they're fairly varied. Like, the stuff I was seeing in the first dungeon, I didn't really see those same enemies a lot in the second dungeon. Uh, the music is also really well done and really nice, good sound effects. You know, I was kind of bopping to the beat, as it were, for the, the music, so that was nice, too. It is... I'm going to guess a fairly short game, not super replayable, because since it's not procedurally generated, it seems, th and the puzzles aren't procedurally generated, and there are puzzles, that, uh, you know, you're going to play it once, maybe twice, and kind of be done with it. Uh, honestly, what you're seeing on screen, if you're watching this on YouTube, remember, like, share, and subscribe, is basically what you're getting. So, and if you're listening to the podcast form, if you've played Link to the Past, just take the dungeons, that's what you got only a little more basic. They're not as varied. More like a 16-bit original Zelda dungeon. So, you know, you go up, down, left, right, and floors, basically. Uh, you do get some power-ups. You get a sword. You get a belt that lets you push blocks. Uh, I got a magic wand. I got a shield. Uh, eventually, I got a dash attack, and then I got boots that or a ring that when I dashed, it left flames behind me. Uh, my biggest complaints probably are going to be some of the puzzles. The optional puzzles are incredibly difficult. Uh, I spent a good 20 minutes on one, and I could not solve it. Uh, I just sat there kind of banging my head against this puzzle, trying to figure it out. But then other puzzles are incredibly simple. So it seemed like the developer, and he, he mentioned he did this on purpose, is that optional puzzles are way harder than the non-optional ones. So that's kind of a thing. It was uh, Some of the enemy hitboxes are kind of annoying. There was one enemy type in the second dungeon where they charge you and they just keep bodying you. Uh, if you're not paying attention or your reflexes are slow, they can just kind of stun lock you. Um, the second boss was kind of brutal. I don't really know how to beat him, to be honest. Like I figured out his attack pattern, but he's just faster than me. Like His movements versus my sprite's movements... He is way quicker, so I'm assuming I have to use the dash, but no matter how hard I tried, I'd always screw it up. So that's on me, not on the game. Uh, overall, it was a fun little time, though, and it's not too expensive. It's 6 bucks on Steam, so... And there's a demo on Steam, so if you're curious about this game, 
and you want to play something that basically harkens back to 16-bit Zelda adventure games where you're just... The entire point of the game is go in dungeon, kill things, collect loot, solve puzzles. Nighting Plus is right there for you. I don't think I'll continue playing it uh, at any point, simply because it's, you know, not my sort of thing. The emphasis on puzzles just kind of kills it for me. What can I say? I'm not a puzzle guy. I've made this clear, I think. But I do think it's worth picking up if you're into this sort of thing. Um, So, yeah, that was a quick one this time. I will see you all in the next one. Thanks for watching. Hey, thanks for listening to the Terminally Nerdy Podcast. If you want to see the video version of this, please visit youtube.com slash terminally nerdy. Also, you can support me on Patreon. Every dollar goes back into funding for hosting of this podcast, uh, new games, uh, advertising, everything to kind of help grow everything that I'm doing. You can find me at patreon.com slash terminally nerdy. And hey, thanks for listening. Be kind to each other and stay nerdy, everyone. See you next time.